Hello and welcome to Outside the Frame, the show that dives deep into thoughts and opinions about your favorite shows. I'm Dallin. And I'm Lucas, and today we're going to talk about Stranger Things Season 1. Stranger Things is a show with plenty of diverse characters, including our main group of protagonists, Will Byers, Mike Wheeler, Dustin Henderson, Eleven, Lucas Sinclair, Steve Harrington, Nancy Wheeler, Joyce Byers, Jonathan Byers, and Jim Hopper. This show does great with its characters, giving them all their own unique and wonderful personalities. My favorite of these characters is Eleven. I think they set up her character very well this season. I especially liked when she, oops, can't say that, that's spoilers. Who's your favorite of the characters? My personal favorite is Jim Hopper. He gives off a vibe of importance and strength. You always know he's going to make it through a challenge. Before moving on, I want to give everyone a spoiler warning. Five, four, three, two, one. Moving on. Where it all started. And chapter one of The Vanishing of Will Byers begins with four seventh graders playing D&D in a basement. Ha! Nerds. The four in question are Will, Mike, Dustin, and Lucas. Will tries to cast a fireball spell, but the dice rolls on the ground. Before they find it, they part ways. But at the front door, Will reveals that the monster called the Demogorgon got him. Will ends up riding home on his bike, then all of a sudden he hears something that causes him to seek refuge in his house. When he finds no one in his home, he goes to find weapons in the shed. This results in him being captured by an otherworldly beast. Like your dog? Yes, like my dog. I really think each season of this show has a slow, slow start, with the action really getting started five episodes in. Well, you can't expect Leonardo to paint the Mona Lisa in five days. I think the slow start is great for setting up the rest of the season. Chapter 6, The Monster. Jumping forward a bit, in Chapter 6, Nancy finally escapes the Upside Down with the help of Jonathan. She exits through a portal in a tree. But it appears they didn't go unnoticed, as Steve sees them through the window once Jonathan takes her back to her house. Joyce Byers and Jim Hopper go looking for a missing child from Hawkins' lab. This leads them to find Harry Ives, a former Hawkins' lab test subject who claims to have a child with psychic powers stolen from her. Elsewhere, after the fight from the last episode, Mike attempts to apologize to Lucas, but Lucas says he will only acknowledge it if they forget about Eleven. Yeah, that sounds like a deal I'd make. Later, Jonathan and Nancy find a movie theater with quite offensive messages written in spray paint on the building. This leads to a fight between Jonathan and Steve, who is guilty for the vandalism. This results in Jonathan's arrest. The last major plot point involves our three out of four nerd friends. Ha! Nerds! Troy and James, some local bullies, ambush our nerd protagonists on a cliff. They want revenge for when Eleven squeezed their bladders, causing them to urinate on the gym's floor. Losers. I have to say, I agree. They threaten to cut out all of Dustin's teeth if Mike doesn't jump off the aforementioned cliff. They can't just regenerate their teeth? Nerds. The end of the episode involves a Hawkins lab agent disguised as a repairman, of all things. It's because repairmen give off a vibe of manliness? Anyway... The agent spots Eleven being escorted by Dustin. 
So far, we've covered our favorite episodes, Chapter 1, The Vanishing of Will Byers, and Chapter 6, The Monster. Do you recommend this show to other people so far? I don't think it's for everyone, but I think a lot of people enjoy this. Warning for the younger ones is extremely gory. (laughs) R.I.P. Barb. That's it for this episode of Outside the Frame. Have a stunningly fabulous day. Have a stunningly fabulous day. day.